This is Hope Alive Radio Station, shaping minds for a better future. At a 16 minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock, you're still tuned into Hope Alive Radio Station with the rich aunt, myself, Noah Saranea, and the beautiful Miss Ole Goha. It is a Tuesday, and we are giving you motivation on how to end the year strong. And today, again, on our couch, we have Coach T. Just to give you, if you missed our show last week, let us give you a background on who he is. Oh, yes, today we have Tabo Coach T. Marano, known as a catalyst of change. Tabo Victor Marano is a 33 year old multi-dimensional and dynamic inspirational leader uh, speaker rather born and raised in Puking in the northwest province in South Africa better known as coach T he wears a cloak of many colors and strands not only is he a speaker but he is also an entrepreneur a mentor an author and a life coach he completed his high school in 2006 at Granville High School thereafter went to obtain an international diploma in computer studies at CTI in 2008 international computer driving license with ECDL Foundation in 2008 and a program entrepreneurship and small business management at the University of South Africa in 2011. Ladies and gentlemen, help us welcome Tabo Coach T. Marano. Good morning, Coach T. How are you today? Good morning, ladies. It's great to be with you guys this morning. Good morning to the listeners as well. (laughs) Yeah. So welcome back. And just last week, and I feel like last week was such a buzz. Like people were like, you know what? He needs to come back. He he (laughs) needs to come and give us part two. And last week, I felt like like last week, I really did feel like. Basically, I had planned it for the listeners. This talk was for the listeners yeah. not to come. And I'm like, Koshi, why are you talking about me? Can we, can we, can we refrain from the gym examples today? Okay, I'll use another topic. Yeah, so. let's, let's use another. Because the, the, the gym one is quite sensitive. attacked. attacked, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back. And just to give a recap, we touched base last week on how we need to finish strong, how we need to end the year strong as well so that we can start January at a high. Yes. Can you just give us a little bit of a background it's just a teaser of what people missed last week all right so the big thing that i was saying last week is that you know don't see the year as your ending but mm-hmm. see it as the great platform to start the year strong so how you finish is how you start as well so making sure that you put yourself on a key key point to start the year strong is about making sure that you know what you finish the year strong by making sure that you're dealing with the limiting beliefs that you have as an individual mm. get rid of the last excuses that you have so that mm. you can be able to do the things that you need to do each and every day to show up and show out for your own life yeah and which brings me to today's highlight of the topic about is it ever too late to start over whether it is like noga november when you're looking and it's like there's only like a couple of weeks left yeah. you know before the year ends uh when do i start maybe i can start maybe the second week of december is it ever too late to actually start afresh no matter how late it is in the year Absolutely not. Because if you think about it, right, besides the fireworks that happened on the 31st, (laughs) what else changes? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Monday doesn't become a new day. Yeah. That Monday becomes the same day. Tuesday mm. becomes the same day. So it's never too late. The only time it's late is when you're dead. So as long as you're breathing, today's the perfect start, the perfect day to start. Do you understand? So I think it's never too late. People just need to realize one thing is that 
tomorrow's not promised. Yes. So if you can do it today, do it today. I always say whatever you can do to for to today, do it today. Don't leave it for tomorrow. Yeah. So it's absolutely never too late to start. Wow. For me, I was like, okay, like I I just took that away. There's nothing. Nothing ever changes. Karitariwani, come yeah. Doing the fireworks, matter come the following day, it's just another day. We're yeah. just carrying so, on. You're like you, you know what? Yeah. So basically, I also want to touch base on the fact that if we are starting on a, a the new year, yes, and it's all about the mindset. We spoke about the mindset. What are some of the things that a person needs to avoid when we are starting afresh? All right. So the biggest, biggest things is excuses, right? Mm. We've all said to ourselves, I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to do that at five, right? Even when you're studying, you say, let me start at five or, you know, at the actual hour. But the truth of the matter is, as most of us, the distance between our goals and where we are is the excuses that we tell ourselves. So you need to have an honest conversation with yourself and say, you know what? I need to get rid of the excuses that I have. Mm. Whether you're blaming where you come from, whether you're blaming the lack of resources, whether you're blaming the fact that you don't have support because for any excuse someone can give me we can find someone who's used that as a motivating factor of why they need to to push themselves and actually do what they need to do so number one get rid of excuses number two environments are important Mm. right environments matter some environments are not conducive for the seed that you carry Mm. right i always use this example when i'm doing my speaking events and i say uh, it doesn't matter what potential a seed has. Yes. If it stays in my hand, we'll never get to see the fullness of that potential. Most definitely. Right? It needs a change in environment, an environment that is conducive for it. So it needs to change from being on my hand to being in the soil. And a lot of us, we're not in environments that are conducive for us. So ask yourself, the people you're spending the most amount of time with, mm. are they actually motivating you? Are they opening up areas of access and opportunity to the gifts and the goals that you say you want to actually yeah. see come to fruition if and if not you need a change in environment and that's fundamentally important if you can focus on those two things with the rest of the year you'll see yourself get to a place where you can do a lot more in a short space of time yes so also when you speak about environment and this i think is a, one of the biggest challenges that we also face as human beings maybe i i am from a small town and yes. i don't have actually the the means of actually getting out of that environment what how can we advise a person who's listening is like but then coach t now i can have the means of getting out of the small town or i don't have the means or changing the environment in any way or how but I feel like my seed will not germinate. My seed will not grow as long as I'm in this environment. How do we advise such a person to say, what's the way forward with that? All right. So environment, I'm not just talking about geographic location. Okay. Mm. Right? Environments can also be the things that you watch constant, continuously. Mm. So what kind of music are you listening to? What kind of shows are you watching? Because that creates an environment around your mind as well Mm. in terms of how you are thinking, what kind of things you think is possible and not. So things like books help me a lot. I come from, uh, you know, Rustenburg and I grew up in a place called Pukeng, which is a village, you know. Mm. We didn't necessarily have access to a lot of opportunities and a lot of, you know, things there. But one of the things that helped is that I was a big 
big reader so i used to read a lot mm. and reading allowed me to be able to change my mental environment and understand that there's more things to be able to accomplish out there yes i came from an environment where my mom was very you know limiting she would always say to me you know don't have friends rich friends don't you know befriend people who are achieving things because ronarabadidi meaning we yeah, are poor, poor right yeah. so she had a very limited mindset but any opportunity i used to walk sometimes from pukeng to town to be able to go and hang out with some of my friends because i knew being able to be in their space showed me things that where i come from doesn't show me mm. so tapping into books you know you have access to data even if it's 100 megabytes the right youtube video can change your thinking mm. you understand and it's not necessarily just about the geographical change of environment but the kind of environment you cultivate around you mm. words carry a certain or a certain vibration and spirit towards it that's why the bible is so important right when you read it every day as you read it every day uh, when i was in high school every night at nine o'clock i'd go on top of the roof and i would be spend time in prayer and spend time in the word and just germinating that word in my yeah. mind changed the, my mental outlook on life it saved me from wanting to commit suicide as a teenager so it's not just about the geographic location or geographic environment but the mindset and the environment you create around around you in terms of the things you consume what are you listening to what kind of conversations are you having are you speaking to other dreamers in your environment in your community because mm. there's other people as well in your community that are dreamers that do want to see a better life so go and find those people so that you're spending time with the kind of people that inspire you i always say this you know perfection is only able to be judged when mm. you're in the right environment and what i mean about that is that imagine if you take a goldfish and you judge it on its ability to climb a tree yeah. it's going to fail every time yeah do you understand but the moment you take that goldfish and you throw it in water you don't even need to do anything like its majesty and its magnificence will just erupt yeah. and most of us the big problem is that we're goldfish stuck in trees mm. change your environment whether it's by what you listen to what you're reading the people you're spending time around and sooner or later you'll find that your majesty and the magnificence that mm. you have will come out Amazing. Coach, you're speaking about uh, the shift of the imagination as well. And I have read somewhere that is also important to get rid of the clutter. Yes. What exactly is clutter? Clutter is noise. Yeah. Right? Clutter is noise. The things in your life that create a lot of noise. For instance, one of the things that created a lot of noise when I was growing up was the limiting beliefs around the people around me. Mm. You know, the fact that they never... got to experience anything. I mean, I used to love hockey. Um and but nobody in my family played hockey. Yeah. 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 So the first time I came I'm like I want a hockey stick. They're like what is that? Yeah. You mm. know, who have you ever seen in your family play? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Do you understand? But what I realized is that it as long as I wanted, I'm going to go for it. Mm. So I minimized that noise. How did I do that? By removing expectations from them. So when I needed a hockey stick, I didn't go home and say mom I want a hockey stick. Yes. I worked during the weekends. You know, I did certain things for my coaches to be able to get the things that I needed. Mm. So I didn't use that as an excuse because I knew the feedback I was already going right. to get, yes, there, right? A lot of us already know if I take this to my family, if yeah. I take this to my friends, I'm going to get negativity and that's mm. the noise, that's the clutter. So automatically remove yourself from those spaces by being proactive in putting yourself in spaces that are more conducive for what you carry so the noise from people causes a lot of clutter another thing that causes clutter is undealt with trauma wow. right we all have experienced trauma at a certain level because of where we come from 
And if it's unprocessed, what it does is that it creates trigger points, mm. right? And those trigger points cause you to react in a way that doesn't match the situation that just happened, yeah. right? You find yourself being triggered by something and then you overreact. Yeah, and you're then bleeding you, on people right, who did they not they touch you. you. Exactly. Yeah. Now you have to come back and apologize like that wasn't mm. you. Do you understand? And literally, a lot of the times that what it does is that it just creates stop starts to your momentum in life. Mm. So take a season where you're like, I'm going to unpack. I'm going to deal. Yeah. I'm going to process everything that's happened to me because... Most of us are using that as excuses. Most of us are using that as things that are, you know, this is why I'm procrastinating. If I didn't, if I, if I, if I. And then the, the, the other thing that causes a lot of clutter in our lives is the fact that we dream with limitations, mm. right? A lot of us dream based on, hmm, is this possible? Yeah, yeah. With what I come from, is this possible? You answer, but what if you're the, the pathfinder, mm. yeah. right? One of the things when we do goal setting with my coaching clients, I always say to them, when you're dreaming, dream as if money was not a limitation, as if time was not a limitation, and as if resources were not a limitation. Because then we get to really understand what kind of life you actually want to build. Mm. And then once we understand that, we can show you how to get those resources, how to get those access to those um, you know things that you need. Mm. But if you're dreaming and you're asking yourself, "Ish, but how am I going to do that?" Ah, no, maybe I should minimize it. Mm. That causes so much clutter in a lot of us, and then you end up not doing the things that you want to do, not going for the goals that you want to go for. So don't dream with limitations. When we come back. There's something that you said, and I want to touch base on. And when mm. you were saying, uh, especially when it comes to goal setting, it mm. is that end of the year where people are reflecting back on the goals that they had set in January. And it's now November, and they're thinking, I couldn't have achieved. And probably someone once listened to a sermon or a motivational speaker, and they're like, no, dream big, it's possible. But then when those things don't happen, yes, what are those like consequences of like, but then they said, I must dream, and I must have yeah. like limitless dreaming but we're going to touch base on that it is 30 minutes past the hour of 10 o'clock let's take a quick ad break when we come back we're still unpacking the whole finishing the year strong goal setting and what happens now how do i re-motivate myself when i went and i set goals and now my goals are not flourishing at the speed that i want them to flourish at we're still in touch with coach t let's take a break and we'll be back this is hope alive radio station shaping minds for a better future You're listening to the best Christian online radio. This is Hope Alive Radio. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. This is Hope Alive Radio. So the biggest thing I think with goal setting that... um, a lot of people get wrong, right? Is we, 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 don't, we don't plan correctly. And what I mean by that is that most of us never ask ourselves before we even go after the goal, yeah. what is the lifestyle cost associated with achieving this goal? Yes. All right? So when you don't understand the lifestyle cost associated with achieving the goal, your time frame is going to be wrong. Mm. And that's why most of us aren't achieving the goals in the time frames that we've set, mm. right? Um, Take it, for instance, with me, all right? I can't swim. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, me and Water have a no, very it's it's a yeah, <laughs> touchy relationship. All right. I was about to say it's a black thing, but it's yeah, not a black thing because black. you've got two swimmers in the house. Exactly. <laughs> personal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a backstory. I'll yeah. tell you one day. Now, imagine if at the beginning of the year I said, I want to be an Olympic swimmer by September. Okay. Mm, yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah. No matter how much I pray yeah. and I believe God, yeah. that time frame is wrong. Mm. doesn't mean the goal is wrong yeah okay. but the time frame that i associated with it is wrong yeah because the lifestyle cost of being an olympic swimmer i first need to learn how to swim mm. from there then i need to become a competing swimmer right mm. i need to understand what my body shape needs to be at the to get to a point where i can be a competing swimmer mm-hmm. yeah. from there i need to then qualify to represent south africa yeah mm. do you understand so there's steps there's towards it there's a process yes, yeah. right and life is very principled do you understand? Just because you got excited about the goal doesn't mean you're going to be excused from paying the principles associated yeah. with accomplishing it. But if you're honest with understanding the lifestyle that's linked to that goal, then your time frames can change. Mm. So then I can say, all right, the goal is still the same. I want to be an Olympic swimmer, but I'm giving myself four years instead of one. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah. And allowing that space gives me the time to actually go through the processes that I need to to go through. Mm. And that's the biggest problem with social media right now is that it's got us all thinking everything is a microwave, right? Yeah. You just pop it in and then it's going to pop out, right? Yeah. But the truth of the matter is life is still principled. Mm-hmm. You understand? It's not about microwave. You have to go through the principle. And this is the big thing that I try to teach young people. For every shortcut you take, there's a price to pay. Mm. And you're going to pay for that shortcut long term. Mm. You're going to absolutely pay for that because the process is designed to give you two things. Number one, the skill sets to be able to do this if you lose it again. Yes. And number two, the capacity to be able to sustain the reward that comes with it. Mm. Right? Take, for instance, a bodybuilder. If you have never lifted weights and you decide that, you know, I'm going to sh- shorten the process and take steroids. Yeah. Number one, you don't give yourself the body, your, your body the time to get used to the growth. So you're going to have a lot of bone issues long mm. term. They have a lot of heart issues when, when they are in their, their, their adult ages. So cutting the process and not doing it naturally, not doing it over the time, their body didn't get to develop the capacity to carry the reward. Wow. And a lot of us, that's the big problem. So you've got it, but you can't keep it. And that's why we have so many, you know, one, one hit wonders. Um, yeah. We were here today, gone tomorrow. tomorrow. Do you understand? Yeah. And that's the big problem is that you 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 shortcutted the process and now you don't have the systems. And now the problem is when you lose it. Because mm. life will challenge everything. The yes, Bible says that yes. everything under the sun will get challenged. So you you'll get challenged, it will yeah. get taken away, but yeah. now you don't know how to get it back. Mm. It's my like winning the lotto. My favorite tagline coach is uh life is governed by principles. You reap what you sow. Yeah. So it means that for everything that that you do, you must be intentional about. Okay, I'm thinking about tomorrow. That this is the results that I'm going to get tomorrow. Yes, absolutely. You have to be. You have to have a sustainability mindset about it. Yeah. Right? One of the key fundamental bases around how we build our life coaching business is we wanted natural growth. Right. Right. So you can do all the things to get popular overnight, but we took the long route for the first. Seven years of doing life coaching, I did this for free. Okay. The big reason for that is that I didn't want to tell people that I'm a life coach. The Bible says, by their fruits, you shall know them. Yes. So I went into a season of my life where I said, produce fruits. 
let's see if this is actually true. You were sowing seeds. If see. this is actually sustainable, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And now I still don't have a business card, but literally our bookings are, are, are at capacity because of the fact that the fruits are speaking for us. Mm. Do you understand? And now once we started charging, we had seen anything and everything that could come with us. Yeah. There's not a problem that a person can come that we can't handle because we have the systems and we understand what we're doing. Mm. But if this happened overnight... You understand? We wouldn't know how to handle the reward. And most of us, we're not living our lives by principles. And one of the live co- the quotes I love is that at the end of your feelings, there's nothing, but at the end of every principle, there's a reward. Mm. So it's so important to go with the principle. The Bible says, "Dreams deferred maketh the heart sick," and that's what most people are experiencing right yes. now. We don't even do New Year's resolutions anymore mm, because yes. we're like these things don't work. Yeah, no, they do. We just didn't plan. You don't know what the lifestyle cost is. You know, you were rushed. You were in the emotions of the plan, the right. vision board. Yeah. But then when it came to life, life said, okay, we hear you. Now pay the price. Coach, mm. let's talk about vision board. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Our audience, I'm sure our listeners, many of them, they have vision boards. And yes. I am also a believer of vision boards. You know, and you know, I put everything that I want to achieve in the my vision board yes. and everything. Um Obviously, I need to work towards those goals, yes. right? And yes. not just be like, I see myself driving a Range Rover, but I'm not going to put any work in it. Yeah. yeah. What are the, some of the mistakes that people make when it comes to having a, a, a vision board? Okay, so they, a lot of us, it's like with prayer, right? Yeah. A lot of us, we think once I've told God I want it, it's fine, uh-huh. right? But there's a God part and there's a you part. Right. Mm. I always say to my coaching clients, our job is to be the person that can be able to get that blessing. Mm-hmm. So if I'm praying to God for something or I have a vision board, my question is, are you the kind of person that achieves that kind of goal? Because that's your job. Your job is to prepare yourself, not to create the opportunities, mm-hmm. right? The vision board is there for you to be able to, in the morning, you're engaging your senses with your vision and with your dreams. Mm. Because that's why it's important. Most people, they dream, they put up a list at the, in January, and they never see it. So when life happens, it deters them. But vision boards are important because they anchor you. Mm-hmm. Every morning when you see it, you see the goal, you see the vision, you're reminded. When life gets difficult and it gets hard, you're reminded. Yeah. But... After you're reminded, you still need to do the work. So the big problem that most people do is that they disengage with the work part of the vision. Yeah. Now, there's two things that are important. Vision board gives you momentum, mm-hmm. right? And it gives you motivation. Yes. But to accomplish goals when it gets tough, you need drive. And that's where systems come into play. Yeah. Right? You can have a vision board and it's great. You see yourself fit and yeah. you know, sorry to use that. <laughs> yeah. right? okay. But if at four o'clock in the morning it's time for you to wake up and yeah. you had a rough night, you had a bad call, right? The previous evening, mm. you're waking up, you're like, I d- I, there's nothing in me that says I want to do this. That internal drive, the systems you have in play override your feelings and you're still able to accomplish Mm. the goals that you've set so the key thing is that once you've set the vision board set the plan set the systems that will override your emotions because we all know at some point your emotions are going to want to say no true Mm. 
Hi, yeah, no. Wait again. Like I feel like I need to go back in the I'm gonna like there's the next coming few weeks. I'm going back to my to your drawing board. To my have, drawing and board and I'm like and, and rectify some of the mistakes. Yeah. And probably you two would like some motivation to keep in touch with us on zero six seven one five three one zero eight nine. Any questions that you may have for Coach T, do let us know if you wanna show some love as well. It's always best to so I also want to touch base. The vision board. We seem to be bringing it back to the vision board, ne? Yes. And I think many a times, because like you say, you're a life coach, and we get motivational speakers, and that encourage us as well to say, "What? Well, no, have a have a have a vision board." Yes. And we we go and we create those uh, vision boards. But then again, the accountability we touched base on last week. Where I might have the vision board. I might have probably the drive as well. But mm. then. I cannot a person that is that holding, you account to. I'm accounting to yeah. the accountability partner. But then again, if you are like a Neo who's always alone and so forth, like how do I now self-motivate myself? Because like I could say, I'm always alone and I don't have much friends and I probably in my community as well, probably people there will be like, who are you to achieve such? Yeah. And I just don't have that accountability. How do I motivate myself each and every morning to say, that's the goal yeah. or that's the goal in like 10 years, 15 years and so forth. How do I also encourage myself to keep pushing for those things that I want? Okay, the beauty of life being principled is that you can get to a point where you can predict your life success mm. by putting systems in place. So one of the things we do is we get our coaching clients to have morning routines and evening routines, mm. right? The morning routine is used as a system that you can utilize to literally gear you up. I always make the example of think about winding up, you know, a generator. Mm. Yeah. That's what your morning routine should be. It should be a system of things that you do that no matter how you slept, once you're done with your morning routine, it's given you the nourishment that you need spiritually, mm -hmm. right? It's given you the mental, you know, encouragement and engagement that you need to be awake, to be ready to solve problems. Mm. And it should give you the positivity that you need. And one of the key things that I think a lot of people forget, motivation is energy, mm. right? When you use it, it runs out. Mm. So... There's no use in you listening to one motivational clip in the morning and thinking <laughs> that energy is going yeah. to run you throughout the day. Yeah. It's like yeah. with petrol, it's going to run out. Yeah. Mm. So literally look at your day and assess your day and look at, okay, this is usually sufficient to see me till 12. Mm -hmm. But usually by 12, then I start getting shaky. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you <laughs> need you know, a power rate boost. Yeah. So literally set it in play. One of the things that I used to do when we were still going to the office is that my lunch would never be at a table. I would take lunch and walk. While I'm walking, I'd be listening to something. What is it doing? It's recharging me. It's refueling. I'm getting food and nourishment, but I'm also, my mind is re-engaging with the day. I'm getting energized for the day. Then I can go and do the rest of the, 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 the second half of my day, encouraged mm. and energized. Mm. So those are some of the things. And the beauty about, you know, where we are right now is that there are online communities. Yes. So being an introvert, it doesn't mean you just have to stay to yourself. There are online communities that you can be part of. The 5 a.m. club, the Coach T family. All of those are communities that you don't necessarily need to engage with people um, face to face. Mm -hmm. But yeah. speaking to somebody on WhatsApp and be like, okay, wake up. It's time to do this. It's time to do yeah. that. Can then help you with that motivation. Team Beautiful. 5 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> Team 5 a.m. Before 5 a.m. <laughs> Before 5 a.m. Now, as we're about to wrap up our conversation, Coach, uh, we were helping people to finish strong in their own personal capacity. Yes. So now how can we help organizations, businesses to finish strong? All right. So 
<sighs> with organizations, I think one of the key things that organizations need to realize is that they're dealing with humans, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And that their biggest investment is their, their human capacity, mm. you know? So look, literally looking at how do you capacitate your people? Because one of the things that I saw is that when people are not capacitated to handle the change, they are demoralized. Right. So fine, we've had COVID. A lot of people have had to, you know, do certain things. Yeah. Mm. But now it's time for organization to say, okay, where are we going? What are we looking at? What is the reality of the next six months going to be? And how do we capacitate our staff to be able to be in a position to be able to adapt to that change? Mm. For some, it could be getting them training. So instead of blowing large sums of money in India functions, look at what training can I give them to prep them so that mm. when they're home during December, they are doing the right things to prep for the year that we're about to start. Mm. You know, resources in terms of, you know, getting them onto certain online courses, getting them to actually have coaches themselves to say, okay, we've got a, a, a practically a month off of work in December. Mm. Let's get you to do the work on your mental health so that when you come back, you're in a mental position to actually be able to do the work that needs to be done. Because mm. in January people are going to be wanting performance. People yeah. are going to be wanting people to hit the road running. But preparing and capacitating your staff on a mental level, on a resource level, I think that's fundamentally important. Mm, wonderful. And that's how we wrap up today's conversation. It was a good one. It was a great one. And I like the, the part of bringing the organization into yeah. play because your and your parties, it's a thing. But come January, they'll all be tired and like, <laughs> we need another four yeah, weeks, it's you know? So funny how January, everybody comes back and be like, we just so, t- so tired. It's like we're not resting throughout the whole the, of December. Yeah. yeah. Let's just okay. work on that as organizations. Thank you so much, Coach T. You're welcome. We You're welcome. truly appreciate you. Uh, see you mm. again next week. Next definitely. week, we are rising and grinding. Ne? Definitely. Most definitely. 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 So you do want to get in touch with This is Hope Alive Radio Station, shaping minds for a better future.